out. My name's Blay, and of course this is the show where two best friends, RJ and I, try to become better friends by convincing each other to like one another's hobbies. Every episode, uh, we bring on an expert, and every episode, the loser donates to a charity. RJ, what is the charity that either you or I will be donating to this week? All right, you're not really going to believe what the charity is. You did tee order, this up. You did tee this order, up yeah, very In order to tee up to the charity a little bit better, the today's topic is, Blay, you're going to try to convince me to stop being in an acapella group, which That's is right. a fool's errand. That's an <laughs> idiotic thing to try to do. We'll but see. We'll see. Today's charity, bear with me, is the SPEB S-Q-S-A. This is a real charity. It's the, the Society for the Preservation and Encouragement of Barbershop Quartets in America. Oh, I hate this. AKA, hate they're this. also known as the Barbershop Harmony Society. I and hate this. your donation that you definitely will be donating to uh, will help transform young lives, uplift music educators, and inspire tomorrow's singers, forge connections in the community. Don't say it like it's a positive thing and for giving these people money. Barbershop for the next 80 years. If you guys want to donate, you can go to give.barbershop.org. Can I give them negative money? Like, can I request money from them on Venmo or something? Like, it's take money away? It's the most insane charity name we've ever had. It's so long. S-P-E-B-S-Q-S-A. My, my sweet baby Jesus, Lord in heaven above. Well, as RJ mentioned, today's topic uh, is RJ is in an acapella group. Yes. And you love it. You love it, obviously. A barbershop quartet, okay. more specifically. Okay. Those are very different things. Oh my God. Here we can we go. get into it if you want. Holy shit. All right. Anyway, uh, and I'm going to convince him that it's a bad idea. And I've brought with me today an expert who's very, he's near and dear to my heart. We did his podcast, Bad Science. And he's also in a band called The Cooties, which you can find their music on YouTube or Instagram at The Cooties. That's right. They locked it down. The Cooties. (laughs) Please welcome my best friend and yours, Ethan Edenberg. Hi, Ethan. Hi, Ethan. How's it going, RJ and Blay? Thrilled to be here with my best friends. Yeah, there we go. There, well, one of us is a best friend. The other one is in an acapella group slash barbershop quartet. Yeah, the other guy I'm on the fence about. I, I can't even remember Thank his you. name at this point. Thank you. Yeah. Great call. Great uh, call. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Bad Science Podcast, which RJ and I were on, and we had a blast. Oh, my God. Such a great time having you guys on. Thank you again for doing that. Um, of course. Bad Science is a podcast I do where we break down the science of a movie with a scientist and a comedian. Um, and it's super fun. We've been doing it for over two years. We've had guests like Reggie Watts and Thomas Lennon and a bunch of great people. It's super fun. It keeps me informed, which I like. And, uh, you know, I get to watch a movie every week. So that's, <laughs> you know, can't You've really about that. played this game very well. You're like, ooh, I have to watch a movie this week. <laughs> oh, I yeah, have on- to watch a bad space movie. Mm. <laughs> cool. On our episode, we, we talked about Twister. Yep. And the bet, my favorite thing was you had a scientist on, you had like a meteorological guy come on. And I don't know if you didn't know this going in or we definitely didn't know, but he ended up being like the re- the main research guy on the movie Twister, which yes. was unbelievable. Yeah, it's really crazy, actually. I, I typically know somewhat, you know, what I'm getting into as far as the guests on the podcast, but that was extraordinarily strange. I can't <laughs> believe amazing. that was somehow not on 
my radar. <laughs> it was a oh, well played, well cho- good choice of words, by the way. Hey, thanks. Uh, but uh, but also like it was incredible because not only was he great as like a guy who knew his stuff, but it was like giving us tidbits. And you guys should all go listen to the Twister episode of Bad Science. He was giving us like behind the scenes tidbits yeah. on like it was so cool on the yeah, making of like, Twister. Yeah. Helen Hunt asked me, would a tornado really look like that? And just like, <laughs> what? This is insane. That was a fun, fun podcast. How did you, how long have you been doing Bad Science and how did you get the idea to, to start? So it's actually our mutual friend's Brett Kushner's idea yeah. uh, to start the podcast. He brought me on as a producer. This was um, over two years ago now, like two and a half years ago. Whoa. And yeah, then we just, I, I did a test pilot uh, as me, as the host, basically, and uh-huh. the people, the the good, good, wise people at Seeker uh, <laughs> enjoyed it, and they were like, you know what? Why don't you just host it? And oh, so I, I said, great, nice. I would love that. So that was it. Yeah, I love it. It's the Phil Collins thing of that old thing where <laughs> Phil, they were they were trying to right. find a new uh, lead singer to replace Peter Gabriel when he left Genesis, and <laughs> Phil Collins would just teach all these vocalists the yeah. songs, and finally the band the bandmates were like. Bro, you just do just it. Just do it. Hey, man. Just Phil Collins. You're kind of yeah. great at this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of feels you like do you have can... a great podcast voice. You do have a great podcast voice. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. And um, not and, as good and, as Phil Collins, but I'll take well, it. <laughs> who is? You know, he can feel it yeah. coming in the air tonight. Uh, yeah. He's just got that Sissa Studio. You know, you can't put your finger on it. Yeah, he's good in the Sissa Studio. Ah, perfect. Phil Collins is a great segue into what we're talking about today. (laughs) Exactly, and and also, Ethan, you have a band. So the Cooties, right? So you have a band. So you tell us about, and I will then follow up with my musical history. But tell us a little bit about your musical background here. Okay, so normally, you know, I wouldn't go into all of this because I think it feels a little like narcissistic or something of me. So I keep, I usually keep this in the dark. But it very much relates to today's topic. So I went to Berkeley College of Music. I my, my principal instrument was voice. I got to work in a acapella group with Bobby McFerrin, who is like literally the best singer that has ever been what? on the planet. Yeah, the don't worry, be happy guy. Yes, that's correct. Um, and so wow. I got to like sing with him for like three weeks with like 16 other vocalists. Um, and then I met, well, I didn't meet, but I, I knew Eric, who's like my best friend. Uh, we, we went there together and he is another member of the Cooties. Our buddy Jacob, I've known since I was 12. So all three members of the Cooties go back like 12 years. And we make basically the most <laughs> like expert level songs that we can. Like very, we, we pride ourselves on our musicianship, but of all the all the lyrics are just very silly. They're they're joke songs. Love it. But Love it. you know, if you didn't understand English, you'd just be like, oh, this is kind of a cool poppy tune. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I love it. Wow, Bobby McFerrin, that guy. That's I know. Like, what? I was obsessed, what? man. You have no idea. Talent. It was for me. I was like absolutely losing my mind, and I was the last one announced. We were all waiting in this room to hear who's going to be in the group, and I was just losing my freaking shit. Everybody was being called, and I was just my head the whole time. Like, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. And then literally the last name on the list there, Ethan Edinburgh, and so I was just like, Oh my god, I'm going to get to sing with Bobby. You know? Um, so so with, without like. Without going into like crazy detail, what, yeah. when you get into a group like something like that, what does that entail? Are you traveling around no, performing? So is the, it the deal contained? was that we were just going to do? We were basically gearing up for a performance 
at Berkeley. So he, we were just, we would just go to this ensemble room every day with him for like three hours or so. Um, and he would just take us through exercises, it, it, mostly improvisational exercises, but then, you know, we would have like certain tunes that we knew we were going to do. So everybody had parts to learn, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. so, so yeah, I mean, but it was, it was truly like nothing else I've ever experienced. He is, he's otherworldly. What, what was something that, you know, like obviously, you know, going in, he's a talent and and a genius on so many levels. But yeah. what's something that surprised you about working with him? And and what is like, what would you say was your your big takeaway from that experience, either in how he works or just his attitude or his perspective? Like what's something that surprised you when you first started kind of sure. uh, working closely? I, I think there's a few things that I I have taken with me that have come in, you know, come in handy in different ways in my life. Number one, he's very patient. He just seems like a really mm. mellow laid back guy, which yeah, I don't worry. Be happy, man. It's literally, yeah. which by the way, he made that song as a joke. He was just like fooling around just, yeah. in the studio. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like the best selling <laughs> single of all time. Um, <laughs> but anyways, he, so that's, that's one for sure that I've always tried to just, you know, as I became an adult, cause I was in college at the time. And so, you know, you really just have to like take things in stride, take your time. Yeah. Like he seems like he's never in a rush. You know what I mean? It's one, like one foot in front of the other. No, Zen, nothing to Zen. rush about. Yeah. Um, and then our mutual two, friend, Brett is kind of like that, by the way. That's true. <laughs> yes. He's, he's very, a, like, that he's is very true. chill. Never in a rush. Yeah. The Zen coach. I always admire that about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the other one I got to say with a bullet is, is work ethic. You know, like mm. there was a quote I'll never forget where, you know, cause we had a chance to just ask him questions pretty much at the end of every practice. And this one guy, I remember asked him like uh, a songwriting question, you know, he asked him like, Hey man, I just wanted to know like what, if you have any advice for, for like writing better songs, you know, like what, what do I do when I'm trying to record an album and I'm not sure like which songs to pick and et cetera. And McFerrin in with no, like, he's not kidding around. He's not being sarcastic. You know, he just tells him like, well, what I do when I'm getting ready to write an album is that I'll go into the studio and every hour I'll start writing a new song. So I'll just start singing and then I'll kind of have that idea for a song and I'll work on that for about an hour and then I'll work on the next one. And I'll do that probably four times. So it takes me about four hours a day and I'll do that for about six months. And then I have all of these song ideas to wow. pick and choose from. And then like the 12 best ones are the album. I love that. Oh my I love God. that. Right? I love that. And you're like, I love oh, okay. So I'll just write three million songs and then 12 of them will probably be yeah. good. That's so great. And I'll, you know, Neil Gaiman, one of my favorite writers has a, a similar kind of quote where he just kind of says, he's like, uh, cause I, I think one thing that a lot of us, uh, creative people struggle with is motivation. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it took me a long time in my life to figure out the difference between motivation and discipline. And Neil Gaiman kind of just says, look, here's the deal. You just got to write every day. You have to do it every day. When you look back, you know, in six months, you won't remember the pages you wrote when you were motivated and the pages you just eked out because you needed to do it. He's like, you just got to do the volume. Ira Glass is the same way. He's like, you it's volume. You just got to do the volume. Totally. You know? And and flush the bad ideas out to get the good ones, you know? Well, the other thing that that reminds me of is <laughs> the way his process, the way it works. Blaine and I used to talk about this a lot, especially with writing and whatnot. But 
you take on like a large project, like making an album or writing a whole script or whatever. But the fact that he breaks it up into one hour chunks, like the, you know, the small win, Mm -hmm. you know, accumulates into something much better down the road, which is such a smart way to go about it. Yeah. I so totally relate with it and think it's so simple and yet so brilliant um, because you can get stuck so easily, right? Like into an idea where you're like, I don't know, is this good or is this bad? Yeah. But if you're changing the entire concept every hour, you don't even have time <laughs> to think about that really. Right. You know, you just yeah. have to like try your best and then also know like it sucks. If And if it sucks, it's fine. Like I'm yeah. going to be over in half an hour and yeah. then I'm on Yeah, the at least one. you're done in an hour. Yeah, exactly. It takes the stakes away. It takes the stakes because yeah. you're like, well, I, yeah, next time at 3 p.m., you know, I after I, yeah. a lot of people, I think, do get discouraged because they think what they're doing is bad or isn't mm-hmm. this genius level or whatever. But if McFerrin is sitting here telling you, like, most of what I write is shit, then, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. how can you feel bad about writing? What we should all just write crap all the time. That's natural. It's the only way to right. get to that good stuff. Yeah. And, and again, and, and it's so funny and that's such a great, the other great lesson being like, don't worry, be happy. He kind of wrote as a joke. That's the same thing with like Tom Petty free falling. Mm-hmm. Like his greatest hit was just like, he was playing it by the pool yeah. to Rick Rubin as a joke. Like she's a good girl, loves her mom. And he's just like, let's go into the studio. It's like, okay. <laughs> like then you get, you know, 600 million records sold later. You're like, yeah. all right, well that's kind of the jokes work, man. Yeah. I think there is a, uh, there's definitely a lesson in there somewhere yeah. but you know i do i do think a bigger lesson is um just not being part of an acapella group or a barbershop <laughs> quartet and uh we're right after these messages we're going to get into why i hate rj for uh being a part of such a bad idea we'll be right back and we're back you like welcome that pivot back, you like that pivot welcome you like the back. pivot straight into attacking you attacking we don't even remember pivot. the pivot there's been too many commercials between then and now <laughs> nice call uh we are back and today's topic is i am trying to convince rj to just just stop being in an acapella group slash barbershop court just stop it just stop it and i have brought on today uh my expert ethan edinburgh uh Ethan is in a band called The Cooties. He's the host of the Bad Science podcast. So this guy knows his stuff. Ethan, you know your stuff. I know my stuff, man. You know your stuff. You got a great podcast voice. Thanks. You worked with Bobby McFerrin. You know I mean, I know my stuff enough for this topic, luckily. (laughs) I can't can't state that in general. But for this, I do do weirdly feel, uh, yeah, like I can talk to this. Cold fusion, not so much. No. Me trying to convince RJ to stop singing a cappella groups. There we go. Yeah. All right. My first argument is this. And let me just say, before I kind of get into the arguments, uh, yeah. Ethan uh, I- explained his kind of history, uh, you know, at Berkeley School of Music and working with the great Bobby McFerrin and being in bands and all this stuff. Sure. My history goes very deep in choral music. My mm. entire life through the end of college, I was in choir barbershop uh, quartets, different kinds of acapella groups all through high school. So we got three singers in, here. We could do, we could do yeah, man. harmony right now. We oh, could. Baby. We won't, though. We oh, won't. Baby. We won't. We won't. Ooh. But we could. We, we might, though. Stay tuned. <laughs> we might. We'll see who wins the argument. You know what? Uh, how about this? I'll harmonize. Wait. 
I'll harmonize if I don't convince you. All right. Ooh, How about that? Again? That's nice. There we go. That's nice. Add a little bit. Uh, wow. I, I will also contribute to the charity and harmonize. Okay. Oh, you mean SSBQ49095 FC0? That Star Wars droid that we're donating. Yeah. Prisoner 60304. All right. But here, so here's the thing. Since I was a wee lad, I've been in all sorts of choirs. I bet I was, you know, Ann Arbor. Uh, 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 choral association, right. uh, uh, you know, uh, pioneer, um, uh, whatever the fucking choir stuff. I was in Shabop shop, which was a singing and dancing thing. Ooh. I was in the pioneers, which is a, a five man, five boy, really five boy, uh, uh, acapella group. We covered toad, the wet sprockets windmills. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, so you get it. No, on and on and on. You get Wait, it. You, I've, you're a musical guy. We know that I've, I've heard your rap. I just, album. well, you the reason, rap yeah, I did a rap album Whoa. in my bedroom. But here's the oh, I thing. So I just want when I start to yeah. shit on you violently yeah, at 700 get, miles an hour, I want you to mean, know mean fast. I want. Yeah, <laughs> I want you to know, A, I know what I'm talking about. And B, it comes from the heart. I'm trying to help you, friend. I'm well, trying before to help you start you. your argument. Can I at least tell the people what I'm involved in so they don't think. So you can't just go off the rails here. Yes, I'm not you know what? The, That's a I'm great not in idea. The fucking pentatonics. I don't That's like a, beatboxing. Correct. Okay, yeah, correct. It'd be, you'd be cooler if you did. All right, explain I'm to not, the people. Explain to the people why I'm so worked up and what okay. you actually do. I am in. Aside from a barbershop quartet, I'm in a band that is just a cover band. We play bars. We do. We do a live power hour in the Los Angeles area. Nice. That's all we. That's do. fun. The it's super fun. The thing that Blay has an issue with is I'm also in a barbershop quartet that's not traditional because it has two ladies Ooh. and two men. Cool. And it is, we're called... We is it four, cool? Listen, is it cool? That part call, is cool. It's called, okay. <laughs> it's called We Four Kings, and all we do is Christmas music. And... It's this. All right, hold on. All we do is Christmas. <laughs> I've already music. won. Hold on. It's already shut up. Shut up. Didn't all see that coming. Got to say. Music. It's the it's the second barbershop quartet I've been in where all we've done is Christmas music. The first one was called the Pocket Snowmen. That was four dudes. Uh, okay, so all we do is Christmas music and one other song, which is the national anthem, because I've always wanted to sing the national anthem at a major league baseball game, and that's my avenue. And I assume that has not happened yet. Got it. It hasn't. We've only been around for three years. Two of those years only we we were on a uh, once we were on a small yacht and once we were on a boat (laughs) in the in a uh, the Los Angeles Long Beach or whatever Christmas boat parade. Both years that we were in it, we won for best entertainment on a boat. Who were the other? We would who were the other people? We would stand. We would stand on the back of the boat with oh big speakers God. and just sing barbershop Christmas. Music. It was you versus a fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that fisherman had it coming though. I don't even know if I uh, need were, to speak. I can just have you continue dancers. talking. And I there think were I'd dancers win. on these yachts, the other ones. There was all sorts of stuff. Laser light shows, things that should have probably been. Yeah, I got to say, this it. opening statement is not ironclad. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's got some holes in it. We start practicing in August. <laughs> here, and our goal is to do... Uh, we usually do the boat parade uh, this year. Obviously, COVID has canceled it all. But usually, we do the boat parade, which we've won every time we've done it. And uh, we try to go to like a nursing home 
to like give back to the community. That's nice. So uh, <laughs> to try to usher them towards death. <laughs> yeah. Go towards the light. Run towards the light to get away from if this. If you want, we can hear a little snippet. Brett's got a little snippet. I would fired love that. Up. You want to hear a little snippet? All right, let's play. Brett, uh, Brett let's play there? a little. Brett's left. Play a little snippet. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. <laughs> Bells on bobtail ring. Making spirits bright. What fun it is to laugh and sing a sleighing song tonight. Okay. Oh, All right, we get it. We get it. Jesus Christ. Right please, when the harmony please. kicks in. Yeah, right when the harmony kicks uh, in. Right when the good part kicks in. But I will say that is one of the shittier songs, but it's one of the only uh, public domain songs that we were allowed to play. Right. Makes like, sense. Like we have uh, Little Saint Nick, the, you know, the Beach Boys song. Oh. There's like way better barbershoppy songs. Okay. But they're not. I have a lot of thoughts, but if Blay wants to rain fire, I get it. <laughs> the prosecution rests. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know what? I, I think this dovetails perfectly into kind of point of point one of three. That <laughs> this I is getting right? it's so mean. I love that it's segmented into three points already. <laughs> the, the first argument I have is... And literally, I have it written down like this, okay? The first argument is, just look at it. Just look at yourself, man. What? Just fucking look at yourself. Just listen to yourself. Like, here's the thing, okay? Coming from- I thought it sounded pretty good. Okay. Coming from a choral background, okay? Here's, Here's the thing that I specifically- do not like about acapella groups. Okay. Mm-hmm. Choirs. I'm into mm-hmm. it. I'm into it. You know, choirs into it. Beautiful, you know, huge, like large lush arrangements and all this. Oh my goodness. And second altos mixing with, you know, tenors and all this stuff. Fine. Great. Sometimes they wear robes. All great. All great. Love the robes. Soloists. We'll wear robes. I guess. Well, I'm just saying it's a, it's a look. It's a look. Okay. Yeah. Good change. Right. <laughs> and then, so there's that. And then you have like soloists. So you have like front front people in bands, you know, p- people singing in bands, people singing just in solo, uh, you know, singer songwriters with guitars. Also, I love that. I also love that kind of singing. Acapella groups fall into this weird crack between like solo singers and and choirs that is just it's like not enough of either one. And so that, I think, is part of it. There is no way in my mind you can be part of an acapella group and not look ridiculous. There's just no <laughs> way. There, can I ask like a question? Four pe- yeah, is go there for it. a threshold where an acapella group becomes a choir or is it based on genre? Great because question. if it's like if it's just like uh you know pop covers that the acapella groups are doing that bother you, I'm just wondering if like a choir doing choral music or gospel music is is more like oh I'm into that yeah. that's cool. So I'm just wondering. I don't know. I'm trying to find loopholes here. Yeah, is yeah. it the genre you're worried about? Because really, uh, it just sounds like a barbershop quartet is a four person choir. Right, that's right. And that's kind of the problem. Mm. It's a four person choir. Just be it's just be enough. a choir. Like it's like giving me but it is like n- No. I would I would personally <laughs> so per- so let's define it. I would personally define the smallest choir you can have as more than one person per part. 
Mm, but so I think if there's a, a single tenor, if there's a single second tenor, a single alto, a single soprano, right? That I think where that's an acapella group. If it's going two of each, I think that's a choir. That's interesting. That's what I, I would define like, that. That's so what would you define. feel like it might be a Sorry, genre thing? Because I think, and I don't know, you know, Blay. We well, I think I don't think that they're unrelated because I don't know that you can do certain genres in such a small, you know. Yeah, I think genre is kind of defined also, but sorry to cut I was you just going to say that if, if you don't dig an acapella group doing a cover of Billie Jean, you probably wouldn't dig a 20 person choir doing a, co- a cover of Billie Jean. I would disagree because okay. I've I like and a perfect example would be there is a choir that covers like Passion Pit songs okay. and it work and it's great. So you love that great. big sound. But you want that. You want I, booming. You want more volume in. And I don't mean that as like, uh, you know, decibels. I mean that as like quantity of sound. I I think for me personally, it has to be justified of why. And it you don't with the acapella group get the justification. Mm. It doesn't. There's in no sense. Is there ever a way that this is going to be a more enjoyable experience than listening to the original song or listening to a larger choral arrangement where you can do more more things with it? Let it me kind just, of feels just like it's kind of like not yeah. in either world. And so it's worse than both. Let me just concede before we get into this. The original song always is better. Okay. I think. Like Tom Petty is always going to be better. Uh, not always, 99% of the time, in my mm. opinion. I would much rather hear the original artist than the group cover. The cover band. I'd rather hear Jimi uh, Hendrix's Carmina Burana than a. Uh, <laughs> You guys don't yeah. know Carmita Brana. I mean, sounds like it'd be a good acapella guys, song. It sounds like a great acapella song, but the, it's a great choir song. Is my and what I'll say to the number of people, like, how am I going to get a giant choir on a small sailboat during the Christmas? Yeah, especially exactly. nowadays. Don't do it. Yeah, exactly. What's, what's do it. the? But that that's kind of my thing. Two? So okay. it's like. So, well, so number one is you look like a fucking idiot is my point because there's not enough people, but also too many people. (laughs) Correct. It's yeah, exactly. And that leads perfectly, perfectly into my second point. Point number two. Look, man, all you're showing me by being in a quartet or a barbershop quartet or whatever is that you're too scared to just go out on your own and stand on your own two feet. (laughs) You got to hide behind other people, you know? Oh, I need other parts in here. Oh, what? no. That's oh, insane. guys, it's guys. Please. It's cooler. If you join me, Man. please. No come on, everyone. Way. Gather around the fire. By the way, you can't tell me. You can't tell me there is a moment in no. any movie where a, a acapella group is not shown and then made fun of immediately as like they're all psychopaths. It's an easy target. They're all it's John it's C. Riley and Step Brothers. Sure, an easy yeah. target, and that's but why. But it's but that's part of the charm. The goofiness of it is part of the charm. They're not like super serious, and you can't tell me if I stood here right now and sang Jingle Bells, it would be better than four people singing Jingle Bells. First of no, all, you Way. singing is not better than anything. So no, that's, no. That's fair. no is the if the, if the set and starts with me singing the answer is true, gonna be no true. i don't need to hear the rest of the sentence i'm just it's saying just, if full stop one of us was singing between the three of us all who can sing 
as opposed to three a Christmas are you, song. Are you having a stroke? I am having a stroke a little bit. I, I can't. I, just blood out of the no, nose. You know like, what I'm oh. saying. There's no way that that's true. I, once again, I have a ton of thoughts, guys, but I'm just going to say, hit no, me, I'm just going to say for right now, I, just as a little speed bump, I didn't see the opening statement going where it went, and I certainly didn't see these counter arguments going where they're going. <laughs> this is <laughs> <we> go. startling. <laughs> We hate welcome, each other so much. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And then here's my third point before we get Ethan's thoughts. Here's my third point. Okay. Now, here's the thing. And this is going to be the one, RJ, I think. And look, and this gonna is just. going to get a, me to quit. No, this is a step back. This is a step back. Because you know I love to poke at you. And you love, you poke at me. And you know I love to be a little negative. And I, I'm worried, and this is a real thing. I don't want this to come off as too mean, oh and I don't want this to get under the armor. Okay, this is going. I, to I, I just, I. <laughs> this is going to be the last episode. Of this I have my my do. mouse right over the leave button on this Zoom call. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay. This is. All, I just don't want us to stop becoming friends because of this. <laughs> no, RJ argument. can take it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> But this is a real thing that I think I think is important. I know I shouldn't even say this one. Oh no. But here's the thing, dude. And you know this as well as I do. Oh here we go. Acapella music is no future for you. There's no future. You're wasting your time. What are you doing it for a career? Correct. God damn right you're not. Hey. I'm just doing it for fun. Yo, okay. But honestly, like like it's it's a you only have X number of minutes on this earth. Do you want to spend time of your life, currency of your life, what? ultimate currency being like trim your lamps as they softly burning twin? Just so you could sing not a on song a, we sing. So you could, it is a real song. Oh, not that you sing, but it's a real acapella song. That you're just so you can just sing on a fucking boat in a cold, tiny harbor for a bunch of Santa Monica yuppies. That's how you want to spend your life. Wait, so I, I think look, that it's look, waste your other, my time. Yeah, your other hobbies, man. The other stuff we've argued against and for on this show, like getting massages, <laughs> going out and camping in the wilderness, <laughs> all this other stuff that has value beyond that, though, that has other skills and things that has value beyond, you know, what we're arguing. So it's like, even if I'm like, well, I'm never going to get a massage. I understand the point of that because it has health benefits that are, what the fuck is the benefit of being in an acapella group? Dude? I never got to go on a yacht and it got me oh, onto a yacht. On. Oh, I would nice. maybe, you know, right. unless I You're get not taking really, this seriously. unless uh-huh. I get really good at baseball, it, I'm never uh-huh. going to be able to go onto the field of a major league baseball game before the game. But if I can get this barbershop quartet up to the right standard, I'm singing the national anthem at a Dodgers game, at a Red Sox game, and it's going to be fucking awesome. That's not, A, that's not a real answer. And B, that is a real like answer. One. That's not a real answer. <laughs> I, I like, it's to get me on a yacht? Yes. Or to get me to, to on the field of a baseball game? One Just, out of two I've already got, baby. Oh. <laughs> I just look, I, I love you. I'm looking out for you. And it, it all it is, is I just I see you practicing this music and singing Christmas music. And it just it makes me depressed because I think of all the people I ever sung with over my whole life and none of that. It's helped none of them do anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is just 
All it's done, they've just grown older, liver spots appear on their fucking faces, their hair falls out slowly, they eat garbage, you know, out of the trash on the side of the road, they have, you know, like, uh, they're they're raising night crawlers to sell as bait, you know, like uh, some kind of roadside shack, that's where you're headed, man. That's where you're headed, you know. Well, yeah. Just drinking mouthwash for the alcoholic high. That's where this. That's where this acapella thing goes. Not everybody is as talented as Bobby McFerrin and can actually make a career out of it. Not everybody is the pentatonics. Everybody wants to be the pentatonics. No, you know. No one wants it's like to when people get into porn, they like see Jenna Jameson, like I'm gonna be number one porn star. Most of them are, don't end up that way. You Aside know? from this being your weakest showing of arguments <laughs> maybe ever the pentatonics are one thing i'll say about barbershop quartets or or uh acapella groups i can't stand it when people beatbox in sure. acapella like i'm all for one or the other like don't like everyone should be singing oh. or or get a drum set mm. like i don't understand why there's got to be one guy over there like <laughs> I'll tell you why I don't get a drum set because it's an acapella group, dude. That's the whole point. It's with your mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. The acapella guy doesn't like a thing about the thing he likes. (laughs) All right, Ethan, what are your thoughts here? I've screamed enough. I've screamed enough. And I I see certain things from both sides. So I can kind of give you both a little gas for your fire here. Because you're a, a rational human oh. being instead of a uh, so psychopath, I guess. Um, first of all, I do have to say, though, there is a music video on the internet by Ilvis, Y-L-V-I-S, called Acapella, <laughs> and it's hysterical, and you need to watch it. It's essentially making fun of acapella groups, but simultaneously a really good song and very, very yeah, funny. Yeah. You have to watch it. Y-L-V-I-S, awesome. I love it. Acapella. Anyways, I've seen it so many times. It's crazy. Um, Okay, so first of all, obviously, I'm a Jew over here. So an acapella group that's only singing Christmas songs, I got a problem. Uh, Not for me. We can sing. Not for me. So the number one thing I would say is, you know, expand your range a little bit. Expand the the portfolio here. We need some new songs. That's all I'm saying because... You're, wait, you're saying that about my about, about you specifically, kings? right? I'm saying if I'm going to take yeah. Blaze position yeah. over here on this uh, side of yeah. the line in the sand, that's one of my arguments. Where it's like you definitely can't yeah. be in an acapella group only singing Christmas songs. That's more of a I, you know what? Uh, I what's thought, it called? Like the carolers. You're basically carolers. Yeah. Thank. Yeah. You know what? That's exactly right. You're with not a, acapella with a side the national of anthem. patriotism <laughs> with the national anthem, right? <laughs> but You're but American but I carolers. Say, I, I thought this was going to be one of Blaze's arguments, and I, my argument mm. to that is, pl- sing what you know. Like what do you don't know I, any don't other songs? You don't know the Beatles. Here. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're only to me, I think we're only good at sounding good because it's two girls, two guys at Christmas song. I guarantee There's some you, kind brother, of like a I'll carol-y. give you an arrangement of a Beatles song or a Radiohead song oh, and you'll dig it. There we go. And then I can there sit in the audience as a spinning my dreidel and uh and I'll have a great time. <laughs> and I'll be into it. Yeah. That song doesn't work quite as well in the acapella group. <laughs> Paranoid Android? <laughs> yeah. um, no, okay, so that's that's number one. Number two, I'll make an argument over here for RJ's side, which is that singing is a amazing experience that I think everybody should be doing and enjoying. There's something about 
because yeah. you know they say that like screaming releases certain like endorphins and relieves stress but sure we don't have uh, yeah. great opportunities for screaming you know nobody wants to listen to that for sure <laughs> if you're corn unless you're my in right, my apartment unless you're, yeah <laughs> living with you but yeah, for the rest of us, you know, especially if you have other people in the apartment, you can't just be screaming. And if you go outside and scream, who knows who's going to fucking hear you? So you can't do that, yeah. you know. But singing uh, is is not some sort of God-given talent that everybody thinks is just like you're either born with it or you're not. That's not true. It's a craft like anything else. So Agreed. you can learn on YouTube now. You can sing scales, get better at it. And the feeling of air coming out of your mouth in different wavelengths and different tones is euphoria. There's something magical about it. So the fact that RJ wants to go hang out with three of his friends and sing together in harmony is awesome. Of course, he's going to have a great time. That's a nice hobby. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Get get five more friends and make it a choir, (laughs) you know, get five more friends or get zero more friends, get, get less friends and pick up a guitar, which I, you know, I have a hard time getting my two bandmates together to rehearse and stuff. So he even has one more than that. That's, that's tough to do. That's all I'm saying. I've, I've tried to start a book club three different times. Nobody cares. So (laughs) I'm just saying that's hard. Um, Three three other people is tough. Yeah. I can't imagine. Great, any. lose them and just do it yourself. No, that that point is is ludicrous. You got it. That's insane. They ludicrous. Nobody you, ever Thank is you. going to want to hear one person singing unless you're Bjork, <laughs> right? Tell that yeah. to Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen is a huge <laughs> he is band. A band. Huge. <laughs> yeah, but he. Okay, fine. Bad example, but he's got more than three people, so it feeds into my other example. Whatever. <laughs> Tell that to Bob Dylan. How about that, Bob Dylan? The, the other thing I would say is, uh, it would be nice. I guess this kind of goes along with the song choice thing, but um, but I I would love to hear like improvisational stuff. I think the same way. Like I, I'm kind Ooh. of a geek for that, though. Like in comedy, I. I when the world was open, was going to UCB all the time because I love to see people, you know, just at the top of their head try to make a scene, right? Um, And in music, you know, with the Cooties, for example, like obviously we write very meticulous tunes, but when we get together, the first thing that we'll do is jam. And, And nobody knows where it's going, and it's just a fun time. And you can do that with your voice also, and that's another thing that people will often skip over or think is impossible, you know, that we can't possibly improvise with our voices, but that's super fun. Um, So there's that as well. I agree. That's that's cool. I uh, I wish we were. I think to improvise. Better? Yeah, I wish we were better because I think to improvise yeah, you have to have a level of skill to do it well. I mean, we do when we're like practicing, but in order to perform doing, I don't think we're quite to that level yet. We have to do the. We have to have sure. the music. We have to because I come from like I said earlier, a cover band where all I'm singing is melody mm-hmm. all the time. So it to get into like if I have a part. That is all like, you know, uh, minor <laughs> notes or whatever. Then, then it like really, I have to like focus really hard yeah. to do it while other okay, people are here's, sitting around me. Here's That's another a point I'm going to give you. Barbershop Quartet, when I hear that, the reason that I get excited instantaneously is because I think about yeah. old school barbershop quartets, right? With the hats, with the, hats with and the, the canes, canes and the whole thing. And no, the striped, no. the striped oh, pants. Oh, like the Simpsons? Yes. Yeah, like on yes. the Simpsons. And I love oh, that they're singing these Christ. songs that are traditional. It's like from the 20s or whatever, right? So that's another thing that I would say. I don't like acapella groups 
And by the way, acapella groups, I got to say, in general, it's one of those things that's hit or miss, right? Like, it's very rare Agreed. that it's, it's good. But when it's good, it's great. And it's super fun. And with the Barbershop Quartet specifically, I don't want to hear them do modern songs. Once again, it might just be my Judaic bias, but I don't want to hear Christmas songs. <laughs> it, it doesn't put me in a good mood necessarily, unless it's like Frank Sinatra right, or something. Well, um, but... Christmas songs are old as shit. They're not modern. They're from like the 30s and 40s. I'm putting that in parentheses because for me, Christmas songs is its own genre and I'm not down with it. But that's me, personal. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's fine. And that feels like a heavy barbershop quartet. Yes, exactly. Um, Or if they're doing modern songs, I don't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, unless you're... Me too. Elite. Yeah. You know, if you're this really great group and you're doing Midnight Sky by Miley Cyrus, I'm down and I will check that out and blast it. But for the most part, I'm probably not going to like it. <laughs> so I would rather you do like, you know, kind of, uh, I don't want to say gimmicky, but like kind of cliche, super old barbershop stuff uh, that I'm down with. That's another switch. I, all right. I like all, all, right. all good points. All good points. I like points. it all. So I've made, I've made my arguments. Yeah. And uh, we've heard from our expert, Ethan, and we will be back with RJ's verdict right after this. All right. We're back. Okay. So I am trying to convince RJ to stop being <laughs> in an acapella group. Mm-hmm. We have our uh, uh, amazing expert here, Ethan Edinburgh from the Bad Science Podcast and the band The Cooties. Um, so, you know, again, RJ, look, very quickly, I, I think that you look like an idiot. I think that uh, people that who is are- That is a totally different point. I'm, t- I'm outlying. I'm, well, we oh, you mean- talk about, you did talk about your haircut before. <laughs> but I'm saying, here are the reasons why I think you should stop being an acapella group. I think you look like a moron. I think that, uh, you know, it just shows that you're weak, that you can't stand on your own two feet musically. Crazy point. Yeah. <laughs> weak. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. one of your Yeah, it was. Points. It was that you can't stay. It's for people who don't stand out. That's okay, exactly okay, what I said. Okay, okay, okay. And, and also, it's, there's, oh, no yeah. future, there's no future in it, dude. There's no, you're wasting your time. We have a precious few moments on this earth, and you're learning Frosty the fucking snowman with three other people. So you could sing on the back of a sad, cold boat once a year. Uh, that's what you're spending your time doing. There's no future in it. You're not going to become a member of the Pentatonics. So I think you should give it up. I think you should give it up. Uh, well, that's where uh, you're headed. Wait, you hate the Pentatonics, yes. but yet that is the road. That is the house of the driveway that you are on currently. I just <laughs> want to bring that up. So those are my three points. No. Ethan Ethan has uh, sided with both of us. Sort yeah. of. Different, different points, yeah. which I appreciate. Yeah. I, I, that's right. I think that there's adjustments that can be made to improve RJ's experience. Yes. But I don't agree with your <laughs> points, which I think are wild. <laughs> <laughs> that are basically just <laughs> punching RJ in the metaphorical <laughs> All right, face. So, uh, so RJ, what is what is your verdict here? What my is verdict, verdict is, I mean, I, it's not a waste of time. It, <laughs> if I did it all year round, just I didn't, to sing I didn't Christmas expect you to agree with me. You're like, yeah, I guess it is a waste. No, of time. no, but it, you know, if I did it all year round, maybe yeah. you can make that point. But I just okay. do it to practice for that. I enjoy doing it. Uh, too scared to do it on my own. I don't, I don't think so. I'm not trying to sing by myself nope. solo. It's just, I'll do, I've done stand up before and I didn't have three other people standing on stage telling jokes with me. It's just a different thing. Stand up works better. You can solo. need the three other people <laughs> yeah. with one guy. Yeah. So does, so does so so not, so no does. one thinks And that. then, uh, <laughs> so singing. okay. And then, uh, yeah. And then, 
you know, for your first point of it's being too small to be a choir and too big to be something else, that that's absurd. So uh, wait, no, no. What, but, what, but why is it absurd? Why is that absurd that it lives in the middle? Like what? What about singing with three other people is better? It. I was oh, just Ethan, gonna. I was gonna like also just camp. throw in now that we're kind of recapping everything. This alternative, which is, if any of you play instruments, why not one of you play an instrument? Thank you. Because then, technically, you're not an acapella you. group. Okay, so I'll answer fun. both questions. Thank you. I'll answer Thank both you. questions while Thank simultaneously answering the question oh, of why it. I hate the pentatonics. Do it. Do if it. ever do it. we need to get a song, if ever we want to do a song and we require a sure. beat or uh, drum sounds, mm-hmm. we will add drums. We're not going to add a beatboxer cool. like the pentatonics. because. But then you're stupid. not an acapella group. You're a band. Then if we'll you be an a band. You're, you're right. That's, that's a good adjustment. have to change, but... That would be an adjustment for that. But we're not going to be able to fit the drums on the back of a small oh, sail. What about an acoustic? On the what about boat? An acoustic it's guitar, always about dude? this boat. Yeah. What I about a bongo? Think, I don't think we would be able to. So one of the joys of being in a barbershop quartet is you get to hear all of the different uh, sounds you get to hear all the different vocal sounds, which you don't often get to hear with like a cover band. If my band played Jingle Bells, you would hear one, maybe a harmony, and that's it. But it's kind of cool how you get to hear four different, completely, you know, completely different registers yeah, uh, in but, one but, song, like and in a choir. They mix all together, but in a choir you don't because there's too many and they all kind of blend together. Mm. Four is kind of perfect because you can. Pick but why them all can't out. you hear them and a guitar? I'm just asking. <laughs> we don't need a guitar, cool, Ethan. Eh, don't need a. I yeah, like guitars. I've got one right here, but it, you don't need one for that particular cool. thing. I don't think. Right. So my answer is no. Yeah, Give it well. the big. Eh. I'm not quitting the barbershop quartet. We four kings I lives w- on. I knew I, I knew I was running uphill with yeah, this one. Yeah, that's a tough one. I was this swimming upriver. I yeah. knew it, and that's why I came in hot. I came in I, hot. I, Ethan, I Ethan, Ethan, what do you think? Calling I mean, you it know, a barbershop quartet is cooler and will probably garner a little more respect than saying I'm in an acapella group. Right. Yeah. So agreed that. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Why? Yeah, exactly. That's like a good little compromise here where it's like, if the mission statement is convince RJ not to be in an acapella group, then you know, the stamp is okay. Now I'm always and forever in a barbershop quartet and that's it. Yes. I mean, I consider them both atrocities. It's like, I don't know what what scarred half my face. Was it fire or was it electricity? It doesn't matter. I'm disfigured uh, for life. Uh, this uh, is great, though, because now Blay enough. gets to donate to the SPEBSQSA, the Society for the Preservation and Encouragement of Barbershop Quartets in America, also known I, as the yes. Barbershop Harmony Society. And if you guys also want to give to this amazing cause, you can go to give.barbershop.org and all joking aside please donate to that charity because it's always nice to help people do more of what they love so don't listen to me and my ridiculousness uh i mean we'll do listen to me but uh in mocking rj don't let it sink in don't let it sink in don't let it harden your heart like it has me thank you so so much to ethan edinburgh yes thank you for having me it was very enjoyable i haven't thought about this so deeply maybe ever (laughs) 
<laughs> nor will you again yeah. if uh, your life goes well. Uh, and absolutely, please check out the Bad Science podcast where you can get you can get that wherever you get your podcast. Oh, yeah. And the Cooties, the amazing band on YouTube and on Instagram at the Cooties. And of course, you can tune in to new episodes of Hear Me Out every Wednesday. Please rate and review and tell all your friends. And if there's something you want us to debate, send us an email at hearmeout, hearmeout at gmail.com. Thank you to Brett Kushner for producing the podcast, Strange Hotels for the lovely non-acapella theme song. And we'll see you guys all next week. Thanks, guys. can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight o'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air, gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet Because Blay lost, we're I'm gonna make him harmonize here. So uh Absolutely. Ethan, you wanna start us off? <clears throat> Hear me out. Wait, wait, wait. You're well you gonna, gotta go up high, right? What no, are you? You're gonna go up high. We're oh, okay, I'll go high up part, baby. All right, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hear all right, try it again. Hear me out. Hear me out. A little flat, but hey, we got there, guys. Right? Oh. <laughs> we'll tune it. <laughs> yeah, it was fine.